Hi there, and welcome to Let's Slow Down, a podcast for all of you who feel tired and stressed from this overwhelming world. Here we'll have fun, inspiring conversations about living life on our own terms and explore ways to ease the pace of our modern world, because life really is good when you're relaxed enough to be present for it. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Stolting, and I welcome you to this space where I hope to inspire you to slow down, because life is too short to let it go by in a blur. So take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. This week's episode is a little different from the usual. I have a lovely, smart young woman on the show as my guest today, and she is a college student who I met up with a few months ago, and I just had to have her on the show. She has wisdom well beyond her years, and I just wanted to drop in and and say that, you know what, even if you're not a college student or you don't have a college student in your house, you can really benefit from our conversation today. We talked about things such as prioritizing our schedules, making time for self, perfectionism, giving ourselves grace, asking for help and extensions on projects when we need it. We've all been there, whether we're a student or working and asking our employer for an extension or maybe something with the PTA with your kids. There's always a time where we have to learn how to do these things and learn these skills, being honest not forgetting to have fun and pursue our hobbies and the importance of human connections. I really enjoyed talking to Corinne. I'm going to jump right into our episode now, but I just wanted to say that, yes, we are kind of going back to college today, and I think you're all going to enjoy this one. Welcome to another episode of Let's Slow Down. A few months ago, I connected with a student editor from the College of New Jersey, which is my alma mater. And we had a really, really great chat. And she reminded me that there is yet another entire population that can benefit from slowing down. So I've invited Corinne Coakley from TCNJ to be my guest today on this college edition of the Let's Slow Down podcast. Welcome, Corinne. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled that you're here and excited to pick your brain a little bit about college. It's been a a while since I was there, so... (laughs) Why don't you give us a little background about yourself, you know, your year, your major, and what your typical college schedule is looking like these days? So I'm a junior at TCNJ starting my spring semester in just a few weeks. I'm an English major and a creative writing minor. I'm also a Bonner scholar at TCNJ, which is a community service scholarship program. And like you said, I work at the TCNJ magazine as a student editor. And yeah, that's, those are pretty much my obligations at school. That's a lot for for a junior. Yeah. Well, welcome. I want to talk more about this. Does it feel kind of overwhelming, like super busy, or does it feel like just right? Does it feel manageable? Well, for me, it kind of depends on the semester. Like last semester was my hardest one yet. I felt like I didn't have any free time. I was taking all English classes. So I had four papers due a week pretty much and reading books and everything. And so I loved the classes, but the workload was was really hard. And then with my work and my community service. I work at a farm and I go twice a week, spend like four hours at the farm. So it it definitely felt very overwhelming last semester. And I felt like I didn't have any time for socializing with my friends or anything. But it's not always like that. The semester before that, everything was manageable and I had a lot of free time and I was reading for fun, which I didn't get to do last semester. 
I'd say. A little bit of a life outside of just school, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And maybe you don't even want or need this, but like me personally, I need some like quality time to myself as well. Yes. So I was wondering if you got much of that. That was the thing I, I more this semester was perhaps prioritizing just spending time by myself when I wasn't working and, and everything because I just felt very worn out. So socializing did kind of take the back burner this semester because I was just so tired all the time. Yeah. But you know what? That was an that was a really smart decision because yeah. you were able to trying to just take what I need in the moment. But yeah, it was yeah. Like, like sometimes socializing can, for me because as like an introvert, I like a lot of time to myself can feel a little bit like not a chore, but just something that I want to be able to fit in to my day because I, I need to just be with myself at times, I guess. Yep. I'm also an introvert and I have that same problem. And it, and it's like you have it on the list. And I know I get like resentful and annoyed if I don't fit it in, you know, at all the other things that I was doing instead. We have to, I guess, schedule it and just make it a priority, even if I have a crazy day and I decide, OK, I'm going to stop at four o'clock and for 15 minutes, I'm going to read that book or listen to a meditation or whatever it is that I feel like I need to be doing on my own at that time. Right. Everything doesn't have to be done to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know about you, but that's something I'm still trying to learn and like just allow in my life that, all right, every single to do doesn't have to be checked off to have that time. I mean, we're talking about 15 minutes here you can go back and finish everything you need to finish for the day. Right. Yeah, I would just try to like, oh, OK, I'll work for an hour on this project or whatever, and then I'll take a break and watch like a reality TV show or something. And then toward, like at the start of every semester, I'm like, everything has to be perfect and like done right on time. But towards the end of the semester, I was just like, if I can't read this chapter of a book, it's not the end of the world. And my parents are always reminding me that I can not have everything be done and perfect all the time because it was just too much. Yeah. And boy, if you can master that in college, you are going to be set later getting over that perfectionism piece because that's a big one. And I think, I mean, I know I still struggle with it. It's, it's hard. It's hard. And especially when we take pride in what we do, whether it's getting a good grade or being a great employee or a good parent or whatever it is, we want to do everything well. Yeah. And our own mental health and our well-being can suffer if we don't put things in perspective. Like, all right, you'll, you will get everything done. It doesn't have to necessarily be at a hundred or 110% all the time. Yeah. And I would just remind myself what's the worst that could happen if I got a B instead of an A. I've learned that employers don't really look at GPAs or anything. And I was very strict about that, but it doesn't really in the end matter all that much, but it, yeah. not that school's not important. And I remember that too, but like just to take it, the stress off a little bit. No, I think that's great. Actually, let's talk about that for a minute because what's important is that you're getting an education. You're coming out with a degree that will set you on that path for the next job. We forget, and I and I guess especially coming out of you know high school where it's like everything's about the grades. Yeah. That's your benchmark for everything, how you're doing. And it's certainly still important in college, but it's also the life experience and the journey and the process of everything that you're doing. And this correlates to all of us who are not college students anymore. I mean, this is just life. I was reading something recently about the new year and how, you know, the questions are really important in our lives, not just the answers. And when we relate it to living, the questions are the living. It's like we have to give ourselves the space and I guess the permission and the energy to explore these questions and not demand an answer right away. So live through the process and and see what comes up. And 
I think that's a lot about what we talk about on this podcast is being more intentional with our time and our energy and being able to be present in each moment rather than just focused on that grade at the end of the semester. Well, let's look at the whole course at the beginning of the semester. You see that whole course outlined for you. Really enjoy the process of going through it and learning not only from the professor, but I miss learning from all the people in the class, like engaging with the classmates and just that whole experience and how much we can learn from each other, which is why I love doing this podcast now because I can constantly be talking and meeting and learning with new people, kind of like a classroom. And that process is, I think, really magical and there's so much energy there and we can always learn something new. And that's fun. Like that's the fun part of life to me. You know, I, I enjoy learning from other people and and then taking the things that work for you and incorporating those into your life. You know, we don't have to take it all. I have to remember sometimes when I'm like stressed about the homework that I actually really enjoy the books that we're reading, the things we're talking about and trying to focus that instead of really stressed about getting this done. I'm actually enjoying what I'm writing and I care about it and that kind of thing. So putting that at the center and also what you're talking about, the whole experience instead of just the grade. For me, coming to college was more about being able to live away from home for the first time because I'm very much of a homebody. I tried to do like week-long trips here and there throughout high school to practice because I got would get really homesick. So it was a huge adjustment coming to college. So it's basically just like learning to be more independent and that's been really helpful. I'm able to be away from home now. So yeah, you get that as, as an accomplishment instead of just the grades as well. Like, oh, it's huge. That's, that's actually bigger because that is yeah. like a whole life change. I mean, you know you can get a good grade. You've been doing that forever. But yeah, living independently and that sets you up for, you know, the rest of your life. That is the goal to become an adult, to be on your own and independent. I know that's what I hope for my kids. I'm sure that's what your parents are hoping for you. But coming back to visit a lot. Yes, of course. (laughs) I forgot about that piece of college. And that's huge. And that's, that's probably for anyone who is going away to school. One of the biggest pieces of the whole puzzle is just that independence and living away from home and having that freedom, which can be exciting, but also really scary. And, you know, what you do with that. So was your first year a huge adjustment? Well, it was more like the first few weeks I had a really hard time. And then like once classes started, I I had my homework and I could focus on that to distract from feeling homesick. So yeah, the first semester of my freshman year was, was difficult for probably a month and a half. And then I found my group of friends and Instead of going home on the weekends, I would go go do something with them instead. It was definitely an adjustment, but it, it was a pretty quick one. I was expecting it to be hard for a, a longer a longer period. So Yeah. And giving ourselves that grace in that time, knowing, okay, this is going to be a big change for me. It's going to take some time. It's not going to happen overnight. And with our fast-paced society and just everything being so accessible all the time with the click of a button, having to... Put in that time for a month and a half to really adjust and to find the new friends and to feel comfortable can feel like a whole lifetime. I mean, like you said, it was pretty quick in the grand scheme of things. But in the middle of it, it did not feel quick for yeah, sure. In the middle of it, I'm sure those days were long. Yeah. It's a process, but it's a great experience for life because they will happen. You know, your first job, you'll have to have that acclimation period again. You you buy your own place and it's just going to keep happening in life. Mm-hmm. So it's setting you up for more success in the future and, and having these growth experiences yeah. is all part of it. As we get older, we forget. We're still this, like, you're a beginner at that. You were a beginner at living on your own. 
And yes. just because you graduated high school doesn't mean like you, okay, we, we know it all. Just because I've graduated from college doesn't mean I have it all figured out. I started this podcast. I had to put my beginner's hat back on and be patient with myself. I was learning something new, experiencing something new. And I think we, we forget that we need to give ourselves a little bit of a lot of grace in those instances. <laughs> I try to be realistic about the expectations in situations like that, where there is a big change happening. Maybe don't take the toughest workload that first semester, or let's say you're moving houses. Like that's not the time to also start a new job or to right. take on something else new, you know, like just focusing on that one transition at a time, let yourself get eased in. Then you move on. I was just going to say, I was did a lot of like short-term goal setting, like, okay, I'll, I won't go home today. I'll go home tomorrow for dinner. And then like, the night I'll stay a full day and then just little things. Then I was able to stay a full week without wanting to go home. And so, yeah, like small goal setting. I love that. Those baby steps, they're huge. I, I always talk about it and I'm fascinated just in my own life because maybe thinking originally like staying for a week felt really scary and overwhelming and impossible, but you could stay for one night. Right. And then that wasn't so bad. Stay for one more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, yes, you're wise yes. beyond your years. You're going to be great. <laughs> you already are, but you're going to take the world by storm once you graduate. <laughs> you seem like you have a really strong handle on everything that's expected of you and everything you have to do. You really seem very grounded, especially for your yeah. age. I'm, I'm, I'm very blown away by it. Yeah. Is this what the typical college student looks like, Corinne? <laughs> well, I mean, it's easy for me to, to seem grounded now because I'm on break. So in the midst of it, I'm probably not. Don't seem as grounded as I feel at the moment. But to be honest, I think they're a lot better than I am at taking time to socialize and things. They don't seem like they're they're on the verge of burnout, I guess. And I don't I don't really feel that way either. That's great. And yeah. how about your professors? Do you find things are manageable in terms of workload and they're pretty realistic and reasonable about what's expected? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it feels like the professors forget that we also have three other classes that we have work for. They'll be telling us, well, you should have started this project sooner. If you ask a question about it, I've had that happen. Why haven't you start, already started that? You should be farther along. And I guess it, sometimes it feels like they don't understand that I have things to do for many other classes that I sometimes have to take precedent. But for the most part, they're really very accepting with extensions and very understanding about that kind of thing, which makes it more manageable. And I feel okay, comfortable asking them for that. I'd, that with a few of my professors last semester and it helped a lot and they were really understanding about it. So that's yeah. great. And to advocate for yourself and to ask, I try to remind myself that too. Like people don't no. can't read your mind. So mm -hmm. to know it can't hurt. What's the worst that can happen? I can ask for an extension or I can ask for help on something. Maybe you'll get it. There's an mm -hmm. often most people really do. Like most people are good and most people want to lift each other up and yeah. you know, especially professors want you to succeed. I'd never asked yeah. for an extension before this past semester. I would remember first time I was really nervous and I thought the teacher would think that I was just making something up and slacking off, but that wasn't the case. And it worked out and I got extra time and it was helpful. My assignment was better because of it. So, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's another life lesson for you and for all of us. My husband reminds me of that a lot. He's good about like, well, you could ask or you could try this. I was more the way you used to be. And yeah, it's scary to Oh, I have. It's due then. I have to get it done. A lot of times it's deadlines I put on myself. Like I said, mm -hmm. I would have it by, by, you know, this date and then life happens in between and it becomes hard. So I find that just being honest with people and 
coming from a place of just being really genuine and kind. Once we explain ourselves, when there's a situation like like that, where you need an extension or, or you weren't able to do something that you said you would or didn't meet a deadline, it happens and we've all been there. So to just be real about it, I feel like that's the best approach and usually get the best outcome as a result. We can't take back time. We can't change the past, but we can have full control over how we move forward. So just owning it, it brings a real human element to things. Sometimes we forget that we're human and we can't do it all, but I find that's the best approach. And it usually, as you said, works out okay. And yeah, life goes on. And you said your, some of your best uh, work has come out of that. So Yeah, just a little extra time make, has made a huge difference. So Yeah. Are there many wellness centers? Do they offer lots of things these days to help you guys with all these areas? They do have a lot of wellness activities. Like they, every week they send out an email about the different activities on campus. And there's a whole section for health and wellness. And one of my classes this past semester, we took a day. Like instead of doing class, she took us to the wellness or, or the mindfulness center is what it's called. And we had like a mindfulness class where we did practice breathing and she gave us examples of ways that we can be more present on campus. Like when we're walking across campus, instead of thinking about all the things we have to do, we could focus on like how beautiful our campus is, just appreciating the walk instead of wishing we didn't have to do it, that kind of thing. That's wonderful that they have that. I think really trying to manage the stress and prevent the burnout is huge. Yeah. And you'll just get so much more out of all of your time there if if you can handle that. And it'll set you up for your next step. So that's awesome. I love what you were saying about walking through campus, it could be a beautiful day and they have like, you know, you know, beautiful flowers planted and everything. I mean, that campus is gorgeous, but you're just stressed out about like that next deadline, that next assignment. And boy, we can all relate to that, whether we're in school or not right now. What comes in our life is what we're focusing on. So if we're going to focus on the stresses, we're going to constantly be stressed. Or we could take those few minutes, focus on the walk that we're currently having and notice the flower, notice the breeze or something beautiful in your surroundings. And that is really, I think, at the heart of of my whole slowing down journey and why I want to highlight this topic, because I felt like life just started to get faster and faster and faster. I just had this image of someone whooshing, like it, like in a cartoon, like the roadrunner, just whoosh. Nothing's even clear anymore. It's just something not, flying not by. Seeing anything else either. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's clear. Yeah. And, um, there's just going to be certain times in our lives where, where we're living like that, but not all the time. It's not fair to ourselves to live like that all the time because we miss so much. And those experiences and all of these like blessings that we have all around us, they're there and they're available. If you just give yourself a little bit of time, a little space and, and slow down enough to enjoy them and see them, I believe that everyone's lives will be just so much better. Yeah. More joy think- and definitely agree. This semester, I was doing a lot of like nature walks and stuff around campus. Like they have the lake and I would walk around there and sit by the benches and that kind of thing. And we also, at my townhouse, there's my window looks out into the woods and there's this family of deer that would come by every morning. So I would start every morning by watching them for a little bit. And it was nice just realizing that there's this whole other world that they're living. Yes. And it's not my paper due isn't the whole world. Being in, in nature has was really nice this last semester. I've gotten into bird watching a little bit, which has been really relaxing and just realizing that your internal monologue and everything like isn't isn't actually everything. 
So true. I think nature is so healing, just energizing. Many times found perfect example. You just said when that inner monologue is getting crazy, just step outside for a few minutes or even just look outside and can breathe easier. And you just remember that you're part of something much bigger. And I think that's so grounding. And it's just important because we forget we can get really caught up in it all and have those blinders on. And that's all we see for a little Mm -hmm. while. I'm glad that, that the college is really trying to make an effort to pull you all out of that often. I'm going to need to create something like that for myself as well. I'm going to have to send myself little emails like, okay, go step outside for a little while or go do the yoga and take a break and just pull yourself away from it for a little while and enjoy all the living that's around us. Yeah, definitely. So as we wind down today, Corinne, I hope that we can share this message with other college students that might need to listen for a few minutes and just take a step back. Is there any... Advice. I mean, you're in your junior year, so you're an upperclassman now. You've had a lot of experience at school and you're, you're clearly crushing it. You're thriving over there. So <laughs> what advice would you give to your freshman self coming in about this experience? That's a very good question. I guess freshman year, like I felt like I really reconnected with everything, like hobbies that I had that I felt like I'd lost in high school and that kind of thing. And I guess I would say paying attention to those and figuring out what you really like and then devoting time to those things. I reconnected with my love of reading and trying to make time for those things, I guess, was was really big. Sometimes we forget to have fun. Yeah. So we're doing a yeah, lot of things that, that we like to do. But yeah, just doing like doing things that make you happy. And I guess staying connected with my family when I was first starting was really important. And I call my sister every other day. Talking to people outside of the college world feels because you can feel like it gets you like you get stuck in a bubble, but mm-hmm. people um, beyond your immediate environment is nice. And my cousin who lives in Colorado, I call her all the time. So that's been helpful. And just going back to the nature walks, I think a lot of college students these days, the biggest thing that they'll do to relax is like just going on their phones for a really yeah. long time, going on TikTok, which I, I do too. But I never feel like that truly is what relaxes me and it doesn't really do any. Like, it'll make me laugh, yes, but it's not something fulfilling and that actually I feel grounds me. I just feel like kind of muddies my head even more, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I would say don't solely use your phone and like social media for a step away from everything else, especially when you're on your laptop most of the day and then just going onto another screen to relax can't be good for your brain. Yeah, it's not. It's like proven to just stress your brain out even more. That's that's really great advice. And a lot of the things you said made me think of the Blue Zones. Have you seen the Blue Zones on Netflix? No. I highly recommend it. And I've talked about it a few times on the podcast, but it's a documentary. I think there's six or seven episodes and they they highlight areas around the world where they have like pockets of people that live to be 100 or more and they thrive. So there's very few nursing homes. There's very few illness and these people are living on their own still at the age of 100 or, or older. And they explored all these different cultures and tried to find out what these common threads were. What was really like, what's the secret sauce to living a long, healthy life? And you touched on a few of them. One was nature. And the documentary is really fascinating. The scenery is beautiful because a lot of them are these ocean towns and things like that. They're just gorgeous all across the world. So, but nature was a huge piece of that. And they say the number one indicator of our happiness is our connection, our human connection. So you touched on that as well. And 
just always keeping that front and center in your life, like having those meaningful connections, not the ones on TikTok, like the actual real yes. life connections, whether it's like you said, call my cousin in Colorado, whoever your person is, call them, FaceTime them, see them in person when you can. But we're lucky that we do have some technology that can help if, if we can't, you know, hop yes. on a flight anytime we want. But having those meaningful connections can just improves everything about our mm -hmm. health. It actually makes us healthier. It like boosts our immune system, makes us obviously mentally feel better. And in turn, that ripple effect translates to everything else that we do, how we do our work, how we show up as a student, as a daughter, as a parent, whatever, in all areas of your life. So I've said this a few times, but I think you're very, you're a very wise college student because you. you're figuring a lot of this stuff out at a yeah. very young age. For like the relationships part, like the connections, I know sometimes when I'm feeling really stressed, it can feel like, so like I said, not like a chore, but just something to do. I want to make sure that I'm spending enough time like with more work, my, like another yeah, thing, like right? spending enough time with my friends so I'm not missing out and then like spending enough time with my parents. And then I also have a boyfriend who lives like an hour away. I want to make sure that I'm nurturing that relationship enough too so I can kind of get caught up and like, I have to, okay, I need to go home and be with my parents for a little bit. So to nurture that and and forgetting that I actually enjoy being in those spaces with them. So that's my goal for next semester is to not just think about it as like something I'm getting done, but like that I actually enjoy being with the people and it's not. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Me too. Because we do. We get caught up in certain things and just remembering that being well-rounded, like taking care of all parts of our life really does help us show up better everywhere. So mm -hmm. nurturing those human connections and having fun. I think the fun piece you mentioned too is huge because especially as we get older, we forget how to do it. We just do. And then we certainly don't prioritize it. So making sure that we have some of that in our life too, will make us do everything else better. So yeah. we forget. It's not like you have to just keep head down working all the time. That's actually not a recipe for success. Yeah. So yeah, the greatest thing about college, I feel like I've relearned what I have fun doing. And so I've been able to pinpoint those things and, and give them time. So that's been awesome. Really I like to give everyone something to just take away at the end of an episode. So I think that that's a great, a great little actionable piece to walk away with today is for everybody to just take a few minutes when this ends and think about what do you really right now have fun doing? Not 10 years ago, not last summer, but right now, like, what do you have fun doing right now? What do you want to do? What kind of lights you up? What gives you more energy? What are you excited about? And go do it. Go make a few minutes to do it. It doesn't have to be a whole big thing. It doesn't have to be a whole weekend spent away or something. Just, just go do it. Try to add that into your life today and you will be better off for it. Yeah. Corinne, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, this, yeah, was, this was a really great conversation. It's really lovely talking to you. Yeah, it's so great. I'm going to keep in mind, like my semester starts in two weeks. I'm going to keep these things in mind when I start so I don't get swamped again. I can. Exactly. Exactly. Congrats. You're going to do great. Lots of luck to you. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and have been inspired to slow down and start living life at your own pace. As a brand new podcast, your listener voice matters. If Let's Slow Down is resonating with you, please take a minute to leave a review and rate us. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen and share it with friends. Remember, this is a process, so go easy on yourself. 
Be gentle and take all the space you need to thrive because the world needs you to be at your best, to love and serve others and yourself.